My name is Jamie Atkinson, founder of podcastclosing.com, and this show is built for six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts who are looking to grow and scale their customer acquisition using that show. If you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast and you want to get featured on this show to talk about your own podcast journey, go to top100interview.com. Now over to your glamorous host, Brittany Chaterbock, and don't forget to subscribe for daily interview content. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. Super excited for today. The guests I'm bringing on, Jesse Carl. She, Jesse Carroll, sorry. Tongue tied, you guys. It's already been a long Monday. <laughs> sorry about that. Uh, she's the CEO of Life Design by Jesse. She's a life and career confidence coach. And she's also the host of the Goddess Collective. Jesse, welcome to the show. How is it going? Hi, thank you for having me. It's going so, so good. Amazing, amazing. I'm so excited to have you here. It's such a pleasure. You know, um, I know that we were talking before the interview, you know, a lot's going on in the business, which is so exciting, but a lot's changing as well. And I definitely want to touch on that. But I guess before we really dive in, do you mind just, you know, taking us a bit back, you know, talking about your journey and how did you get to where you are today? Because I think it's a really powerful story. And I'd love for the listeners to kind of get to know you a little bit better. Yeah, thank you so much. So it's definitely been a journey. (laughs) That's a nice way to put it. Um, It has been something that when I really look back, I realize, oh my gosh, it makes so much sense how I got to this place that I'm in now coaching, mentoring, helping people start businesses of their own dreams. Right. Um, but yeah, for, for a very long time, I look back and I realize I was somebody who was just kind of going through the motions in my life. I was doing a lot that I felt like other people told me to do because that's what equaled success is in my mind, I was like, oh, everybody else understands this whole game of life more than me. So I better just kind of follow along with what they share. So that led me down a path that although it created success tangibly and, you know, financially and in all the ways that we think success equals, I completely left myself out of the equation when I look back. So I was very much, um, yeah, just like I said, just going through the motions. I, I, you know, got my high school degree and I went to college and I got my college degree. Didn't retain a lot of the information. I was just kind of doing the checkbox life thing that I needed to do. Then I landed a career that, yes, it, you know, on paper looks great. I was hitting six figures fairly early in my career and feeling like at the same time there had to be more. And so I was just kind of going through every phase of my life, very monotonously, very much like just felt very disconnected to it. Um, and one day I was really at the a breaking point, but also simultaneously making the most money I'd ever made. You know, I was in this big fancy built office building and, you know, like making my way up the, the ladder. And uh, one day I just hit this breaking point, not only emotionally, but physically as well, where my body started to have a lot of symptoms kind of showing. And um, I started getting really, really bad anxiety. I wasn't sleeping. And I was just like, I remember I would get to my desk and it was almost like the moment I hit like on, on my computer, uh, like just turned my computer on. It was like every part of my body just didn't agree with it. And I would get these like rashes and it heat all throughout my body. And anyways, I would just feel really, really awful where I was and I would have to get up and I'd go cry in the bathroom. And I just feel like there has to be more, but I had no idea what that would be. 
And uh, you know, one day I just, I just couldn't take it anymore. And on the side, I had been thinking about what would my next level be. I'd gotten certified in a couple of things and I started playing around, but nothing really concrete had stuck. And uh, finally, like I said, one day I just had a breaking point and I was like, I can't do this anymore. And I uh, decided that enough was enough. And the pain of where I was at felt worse than the pain of going into the unknown. And that's when I decided to just raise my hand, ask for help, um, get a coach, like get somebody that could help me move out of whatever I was in because I had no idea um, how to move on and, and change my life, but I knew I needed to. And I knew that every part of me was crying for something different, crying for something that felt more aligned. And, and that's what really started me on my journey. But I will tell you, I was somebody in all of this that went a thousand miles an hour. When I started, I like sold everything I owned. I like moved from, you know, I moved from Seattle to Austin, Texas. I like just changed everything in my life in one foul swoop, quit my job, my six figure job started a business, having no idea how to run a business. I just was like, I got, I have an idea and a dream and I'm ready to go for it. And so I had all this energy behind it and this desire. And I'm so proud of that, but uh, yeah, there's so many ways I, I do it different now, but anyways, that really took me to, took me to this place now where I feel like or it took basically going to my rock bottom, hitting my rock bottom. And this was also, I was going through a lot of stuff with like relationships, friendships, um, like health, all the things, money, everything was just kind of at rock bottom. And I honestly got to the point where I was like, I feel like I have nothing left to lose, but on the outside, it looked completely different on the outside. Nobody, I don't think would have ever known. Cause I was always that person that was a strong one in my friend group. I was always the person that people went to for their own healing and advice and, and all kinds of things. And so I needed I needed support on my side of things too. And so I finally, I hit the rock bottom and it let me just say, okay, I'm ready to receive some help. And then that, yeah, that took me to where I'm at today. So long story long, <laughs> that was some of the journey, but I'm, I'm so grateful for it. Thank you so much for opening up and even being vulnerable about it. That is the most relatable thing that um, I can have on my podcast. So I'm really happy that you're able to share the struggles, you know, and how you mentioned, you know, hitting that rock bottom, no one would have known that you were at that rock bottom from the outside. I mean, you're always helping people. You're the go-to to help people with their issues, but, you know, putting your, filling your cup up first is so important, you know, before helping out anyone else. And, uh, in that way to a degree, I guess, but, um, really proud of you. That's incredible. You know, I, and I often think that a lot of entrepreneurs, you know, go through the same thing where they, they finally hit rock bottom and they're like, there's nothing else to lose. Like it's, it's more painful living or living where I'm at today than, you know, jumping into that unknown. And a lot of people get, let the fear frighten them out of it because of the unknown being a little scary um, without the stability yeah. from say the corporate job or anything like that. And I think it's so worth it, you know, um, because if it doesn't work out, something else is going to come along. I, I, I always say just like fail forward, right? Don't let the unknown scary. Don't let the fear hold you back because, um, I think the fear of regret is much more, um, I mean, I think regret's much more fearful than not taking that leap of faith. Right. So, and then regretting it later. 
So super excited that you did that. Now tell us a little bit about where you're at today in the business. Maybe walk us through what the, uh, the services you offer and how you deliver them. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. Um, yeah, it's, it's always so interesting walking through that journey again and just kind of remembering, you know, what it took to even just get to where I'm at now three years in, because you kind of, sometimes it's really easy to forget. Right. And right, so reflecting right. is, I really feel is so, so important. Um, but yeah, so things today, um, you know, I'm still, you know, fairly new in my entrepreneurship journey, you know, three years in, but I will say everything that I've learned from just pivoting so many times up to this point has really just created so, so much clarity. So, um, taking action steps really allowed me to just have this strong knowing of, of where I'm meant to be in all of this, which is exciting. Um, so yeah, so now I have a few different offerings I have. Um, yeah. So essentially what I do is I, I work with people in a, we, we do like full on life coaching. Like we can just dive right into that mindset, reprogramming, um, facing fears, working on limiting beliefs, really diving into the subconscious. But then I also have, um, an opportunity for people to work with me to learn how to bring their own life coaching business to life. Because what I know is so many people, so many people I'm learning really want to go that route. I actually thought I, 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 I thought nobody understood life coaches or understood what we did for a long time. I always felt like kind of a black sheep going this direction, especially because it's a career that's in its infancy. But as I started helping other women create this kind of um, like building out people's businesses for them, helping them work through that, um, the awkward stuff that I had, you know, had to fumble through on my own for the most part. I realized, wow, there's so many people that actually do want to bring business in uh, with life coaching to life. So, um, so yeah, so I help people really dive into that space. I've got a group coaching program, which is super fun because it's a lot about my alter ego, which is where some of my podcast kind of comes in, but, uh, it's called sexy confidence. Um, and so it's super fun. It's this eight week experience that I, I do every couple of months. Um, and it's really intimate. We have human design, right. And so there's so many different ways that I help women, Um, but at the end of the day, it's all stemming from a core, core, um, focus, which really is about getting clear, feeling confident through that clarity, and then learning how to move through, through fear really to make stuff happen and being your accountability guide along the way, whether you work with me, you know, for a month, three months, six months, group coaching, whatever it is. Um, so yeah, there's so many different ways. And I think that's one of the coolest parts about owning your own business is like, you can make it whatever you want. It took me a while to realize that (laughs) I always thought that I had to do it a certain way. But once I let go of that, it's just kind of transformed and taken on a life of its own. And and I'm like, Oh, this is, this is the need. Now this is the problem people want solved. Like this is what I can help with. So yeah, I've been exploring that in a few different um, avenues. Now you mentioned human design really makes me interested. Do you mind just touching on that a bit? Talking about what exactly it is and how it works maybe? Yeah. So I will just first and foremost say I am not a human design specialist, but I know the value of it. Um, I've had my own human design chart read. I've collaborated with quite a few now and just kind of learned a little bit more through just some, some studying. Um, but in my programs, I actually have a design specialist that I've um, brought on board. 
so that she can really help women understand how they best create success, how they best, um, how they best function in the world as a very, just kind of layman's term, because I think we don't realize in life that we all operate off of a different design. We all have a different design with, within our human. (laughs) Absolutely. If you're following another person's specific, like way that they work best and you're, you're saying, oh, this, you're seeing, you know, oh, this person over here got result, great results. And you're like, why isn't it working for me? It's simply becoming, it's simply because you don't know your own design. You don't know how you work best and you don't realize that how they, you know, whatever their authority, internal authorities are that help them, right. Are going to be different for you. And so, um, what human design does is it really helps you navigate. What is that specific kind of blueprint that you internally have to then create the success that is most aligned for you. Also, our human design really shows us what even equals success for us specifically, right? It's not just in the general sense of what we think success is. So it really just kind of gives you this permission slip to be who you are, to to operate in the way that's going to allow your machine <laughs> essentially to to operate most optimally. So um, so it's fascinating. There's uh, I think there's five oh gosh anybody that's listening to this that's a really expert level on this can be like uh it's there's so there's six human designs but i i can't remember i want to say there's like five or six different human designs but um and then they all have right their own subcategories like for example um when i got mine read i'd only ever heard of um like four different ones and one of them being a manifesting generator i had never heard of like the different authorities within them that determine how you best make decisions. So for example, I'm an emotional authority manifesting generator, which just means that my, I have to pause before our decision-making to really be in alignment with my higher self and, you know, to move towards things that are going to really benefit me. That's when I get the most clarity is when I pause, but for other people, they operate different. Um, another thing with manifesting generators is like, we function best by pivoting and changing and things a lot. We create a lot of ideas, but we're not necessarily supposed to bring all of them to life. We're just supposed to plant a lot of seeds. And when I learned that, so, so by learning that as an example, I realized that, oh my gosh, because I I was going crazy coming up with all these ideas and then stressing myself out, trying to bring them all to life trying to manifest and bring them all into something that was going to be like a next thing of my business. And when I learned my human design and I learned that when you just understand a little bit of why that is like, that is something that makes you unique and, you know, and aligned in this world, you calm down and you're like, wait, I just get to enjoy the process of having these ideas, speaking about them, planting the seeds. I don't have to be the one that necessarily changes the world with them, right? Maybe I share them with somebody else who's meant to do that with that specific idea. And then that's why when I, you know, when you land on something that you actually do get clarity on moving it forward, you're like, oh, this is literally the thing I feel so good. And I can let those other things go. So um, it just brings a lot of peace and really helps you just understand, you know, who, how you're meant to be in this world. So there's so many, there's so much on this topic and I'm definitely no specialist or expert on human design specifically, but like I said, I know the power of it. I've seen it in my own life. I've seen it in in my clients' lives. Um, I've seen it in just, you know, just having researched and studied it for a little while now. I've seen, you know, stories and and stuff and I knew the power of it. I knew I could not create it or excuse me, couldn't not include it 
into my upcoming programs. So I was like, I want to find the most aligned person and specialist in that space to connect with and happen to bring on somebody so, so amazing. So feel very grateful, very lucky and excited to, you know, bring some collaboration into the entrepreneur, you know, solopreneur kind of space. Oh my gosh. So exciting. Um, Jesse, that's incredible that you're incorporating the human design into the business for your clients as well. Um, absolutely incredible. I'm so excited to see where it goes. Uh, Thank you. Yeah, you betcha. And you mentioned, okay. So I know that you mentioned, you know, what earlier in the interview, um, what you wish you knew before starting a business. Is there anything particular, particular that you'd like to point out to myself and listeners about what you wish you had known before starting a business? Yeah, there's so, gosh, there's so many things, right? Like hindsight is so 2020, but, um, I, when I really think about that, the first thing that comes to my mind is just relax. I think when you first start, right, at least for me, when I first started my, my, a lot of my drive stemmed from, I just want to be as, I just want to be financially free and independent as fast as possible. And yes, it came from a really, you know, beautiful place of, I'm going to do it through helping people, right? Like I have a gift that I want to bring to the world. Like I'm so passionate about the gift that I have. Right. But there wasn't a lot of planning. There wasn't a lot of pausing to really make sure that how I was moving was most aligned with the gifts that I was truly, truly meant to bring to the world and the offer I was truly meant to, to create and, and offer to people. So what was happening is I wasn't very focused initially. I was trying to move way too quick. I was very impatient. So I'd come up with an idea and then immediately want to bring it to life, which is great, right? Those are great qualities to have as an entrepreneur and a business owner, but I would do it without a lot of planning. And then what would happen is I would just like have to pivot and start over all these, all these times. And I'd, I'd create something, bring it to life and then be so upset that it wasn't producing, you know, like massive amount of clients the next day. And then, then I'd be like, why am I such a failure? And if I could, right. Not understanding that failure isn't even real, like you, you learn or you, you know, you grow whatever, but, uh, but anyway, so when I first started, I was just in this like hustle, hurry mode and looking at external everything as the way. And I can't even, I spent, I've spent probably close to $60,000 in coaches of every type of coach you can think of in the last couple of years. And they all taught me a lot. It was all really, really valuable, but I, for so long was looking outside of myself for every single answer. And I finally realized that the truth is you, you just have to pause and surrender and do the exact opposite of what everybody tells you so that you can really tune in and really get clear on what it is that you're meant to bring to the world. And so I just, I was hurrying, I was rushing, I was trying so hard to create the next fast thing. And sometimes I was also chasing all these cool opportunities that came in because I'm such a believer that as you start to you know, as you start to go for more in your life, you start to really become that authority more than maybe before a lot of abundance rises to the surface too, in all these other ways. So it can be really confusing with knowing how to navigate, how to pick and choose what's most for you. So I would say yes to all the things I like, I don't even know how many MLMs I was part of for a second, how many like random side, like side things I tried to start, like just all these different projects. And, um, 
it just took me further and further away from what I was really meant to do. And I think that's really what I've been coming into now. And what I wish I would have known from the start is to just relax. You have time when you're wanting to build, let's say a business, right? Like a service-based business, you have to focus on the foundation first and the right foundation. This is the answer that nobody wants to hear, but it takes time. You're not going to build it in a day. And if you do, it's not going to be sustainable. I will tell you anything. I built, I've built two businesses, two businesses. Now, my first business was something that if I didn't op, if I wasn't in it every single moment of the day, like nothing happened with that business because I didn't have any processes in place. I didn't really know what I was offering. I was just trying to get money in the door, money in the door. I was chasing all these things. And when I stopped and started and I restarted and I built a business after tuning in and saying, what do I really want? I took away all the noise that allowed me to get so focused and allowed me to come up with an actual process that I could repeat and eventually can teach. And eventually, you know, it just becomes this bigger thing. And, but you have to go, if you're building a business, which I wish I had realized, like it's about the long-term game. It's not about quick wins. The long term is if when you're building something that's sustainable for your life, right? It's more of you're creating a lifestyle. That is what allows you to have the freedom that you're starting it for. But you've got to know it's going to take some time. I'm going into year three and then we're just now starting to hit this corner of, oh, okay, I get it now. Oh, some freedom. But I'd be lying if I told you this all happened in the first year. Right. I don't, so many people talk about the first year, like, you know, we all start businesses some, or no, it can be so easy to want to start a business. Cause you hear people saying, Oh, year one, all this, you know, I went from this zero to massive success. No, that's not usually how it happens. <laughs> unless they got, you know, unless they were given a ton of ton of money to start, like <laughs> usually doesn't happen that way. So anyways, yeah, I would just tell myself that relax. Start the business you really want. Calm down. Give yourself time. Don't leave your job yet, right? Just spend time consistently building the habits, the behaviors, the, the actions that you actually want. Um, and when you do that over time, it becomes who you are. And when it becomes who you are, it becomes easy. Your business becomes part of you. Then you create this attraction marketing people talk about that's when people can come into your orbit just be it makes it so much easier when you start with the long game in mind and just relax and slowly build it but there's a right way Love to it. do it right there's there's things to focus on that are gonna mm-hmm. get you there easier and 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 everything and, and so that's that's where I would say mentorship is really valuable is so that you're not spending those three years trying to figure out what I need to be focusing on you can get the tools to know how to focus in the right way, to build it in a way where you feel safe while moving. Absolutely. You're so hundred percent on point there. You know, everyone's looking for that instant gratification and it doesn't work that way. If you want it, like you mentioned, long-term game, like lifestyle. Um, if you're looking for instant gratification, so you're looking for quick wins, um, that's not what usually happens <laughs> in a business and people become disappointed at that point if that's what they're looking for so if you're really if you're okay with the delayed gratification and the long-term goal and the long-term um success and freedom then you have to just you know slow down get really crystal clear on what you're looking for what you want to do what your purpose is what you how you want to live 
how you want this business to run and just get crystal clear and invest in yourself um, self within first right and kind of shy away from that shiny object syndrome because we all have it at one point i know i i have always had it up until probably a year and a half ago maybe but yeah it's you know it's it's such a distraction when you're just trying to make quick fast money and like you said mlms uh, i've done the same thing and anything for instant gratification, but it's not getting me where I want to be in the long, long game, you know? So just yeah. like you said, relax and be okay with the delayed gratification. It's going to come, but you just got to get crystal clear and you have to start working on yourself as well, you know, and even, even envision yourself as that person already, um, who you want to be, you know, and, and really paint that picture and just, you'll get there then. Right. And of course the hard work as well and just staying calm and working towards it. It's huge. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I feel like it can be so easy to feel so far away from your goals and your dreams. It can right. feel like, oh my gosh, it's a million miles away. Right. right. So that's where the impatience come can come in. But I really believe if you are super focused on what you want and you spend time getting clear on that first. So then you can feel safe in that, in that being focused, right. Then, then it's not a matter of if, but it's when it's when, and, and that's when you have to just detach from the outcomes and trust that even if it takes a year, maybe two years, when it hits, it's going to freaking hit. And it's going to be bigger than you could ever imagine because you didn't have any expectations. You were doing it out of pure passion out of pure alignment and out of pure, just good energy and wanting to serve. That's when the magic happens, but you have to let go of all that stuff. But sometimes, you know, for people like myself, it takes going, you know, going the long route and just <laughs> doing things, not how I preach them now, right. To get to this point, <laughs> sometimes you got to take the, the, the rocky road, but, uh, but regardless, it's going to, it's going to happen. Absolutely. Just detach yourself from that outcome. Um, and don't chase them. I feel like when you chase the money, it just doesn't get you to where you want to be. So don't do that. Yeah, it's, <laughs> you like know? A, it's like a relationship that's like, you want it so bad. And so you're like chasing them and trying to like make a date happen, but you're like just creating this resistance <laughs> energy. <laughs> yes, you know, that's, that's exactly it. It's the same thing with money. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> it's like, you're putting this resistance energy in there because you want it so bad. You want it so bad. It's just, just let it go. Just trust that your order was delivered and it's going to be coming. Just give it a second. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Jesse, uh, for sharing that because it's so, so true. Now, yeah. <laughs> I know we have a short interview, but I do want to cover, you know, a little bit about your podcast. What were your intentions behind it? And and um, where are you at today? What's your focus with the yeah, podcast? You know, it's, yeah, it's so funny. You know, I, uh, had zero intentions of starting a podcast. I will tell you that. Um, I've always thought it was awesome. And I thought one day I'd start a podcast, you know, but, uh, right. I initially, I started this women's empowerment group and we were meeting, you know, every week or every or biweekly, excuse me, um, for gosh, almost a year doing these virtual sessions. And what would happen is I would, I would bring these um, incredible women together where we could have really safe, vulnerable, open, raw, real conversations about stuff that mattered, right? We could share what's on our hearts. We could, you know, we could learn about topics that change your life. And we were just having these incredible, you know, consistent sessions all the time. 
Um, and then I created this online uh, Facebook community for it. And it just, it just started growing and taking a life of its own. And during that, um, somebody, actually a few people had reached out and said, Hey, like, have you ever thought of making this a podcast? And I thought, no, <laughs> I haven't, <laughs> but that would be fun, you know? And so what I did is I actually turned these sessions more into that kind of experience. So I would bring in guest speakers. I would do interviews. I would host it in these rooms. Right. And then I, um, I would just record and stuff. And so I started doing it kind of, I guess, prematurely, but in its own, its own way. And then I decided, you know what, what if I did turn this into a podcast? So the group was called the goddess collect or goddess. They were called goddess sessions because I really believe that every woman internally inside is this goddess that just wants to be seen. She wants to just be in this receiving energy and deserves to be right. There's this whole truth around divine feminine, feminine energy that if we honor that, we can really create the life that we really, really want. So there's a lot of learning and, and diving into in that side of things. And so it really was kind of my, I don't want to say escape from like the masculine business side, but it was really me allowing my alter ego to just kind of come out. And so I eventually decided to to take what people were saying to heart um, actually around this time last year and thought, you know, what if I just decided to start it? Now I will say I didn't have any idea how to do it. I didn't really research anything. I'm one of those people who, when I get an idea, I literally like start it that same day. So like, <laughs> I think in the moment I was inspired, I created my first episode in like a, a hotel bathroom. <laughs> like, love I, it. So, it was super, you know, super just a, just a hodgepodge. But, uh, but anyway, so I, I made my first episode quality was terrible. Um, and then I just decided to call it the goddess collective because it's really about women rising, you know, rising together and raising the consciousness and awareness of us all as a, as a community. So I, I brought that to life. You know, I do some solo episodes in there as well, but there are a lot of interviews with women who have really amazing stories to share about what they've overcome, what they've then turned the adversity into and how they help serve others. So that's kind of the backing. I do have one male guest on there, but he's super woke <laughs> and super in touch with the feminine side and, and just, you know, so uh, embracing his authentic self. So, um, so it's a fun, fun, um, you know, show. But I will say through the last year of just kind of doing it for fun and making it something that is geared towards just creating a nice open conversation where women and anybody who wants to tune in can just feel safe to just learn a little bit, connect with these really amazing topics and, and business owners. Um, you know, it's, it's gone kind of from that to now I'm really gearing towards creating actually a new, a new podcast space where I can really use it as more of an educational place. Um, you know, I'll probably keep the goddess sessions alive, you know, for a, a goddess, the goddess collective podcast, right. I'll, I'm sure I'll always have that just on the side. Cause I, I love having those conversations, but I'm really getting to a place now where I'm excited to leverage my podcast. If I'm being honest, leverage it to, to teach people more about how to start their own life coaching business, how to become an entrepreneur, um, how to reprogram your mindset, right? Like really just adding overflow of value to a larger audience around what it is I coach people with in my one-on-one -on -one and group programs, because 
my goal ever since starting being a coach is I just want to spread my mission and my, my teachings to as many people as I possibly can. So in order for me to do that, I feel like now it's time to get a little bit more serious. Now it's time for me to share my wisdom and knowledge with, um, in this way, um, in a, in a bigger sense. So that's kind of what it's evolving into, which is really exciting and feels, you know, very aligned, um, for my business, uh, where it's at now. So, so yeah, so that's, that's kind of where it is. Um, and it's, yeah, it's just uh, continues to this day, regardless of what shape it takes just to be a big passion, um, passion project of mine, I guess you could say, where I just get to just share my wisdom with people that, that are, um, you know, like-minded or want to learn from somebody who's a few steps ahead. I love it. I love it. Yeah. And, you know, um, using the podcast to leverage your business is huge. I think it's incredible. And, um, not only just to make money, but to change other people's lives. And I mean, that's what you're passionate for to help other women do the same thing. So really excited for you. And I can't wait to see where, you know, where it's headed. I mean, it's already so amazing. So, um, and I know it took getting through that struggle and getting through going through the delayed gratification to get to where you are. And that's huge. And that is relatable and that's real. So thanks so much for sharing that today, Jesse. Thank you so much. I, I really appreciate that. Absolutely. It's been such a pleasure having you on today. And, you know, I can't wait to continue to, you know, follow your podcast and the new one that you might be starting. And so excited. I did, I did listen to a few of your episodes uh, of the existing one and I loved it. And you mentioned uh, on the bathroom floor for your first episode. Well, I hear you. I was, my first episode was in a closet. (laughs) Quality was terrible. I cringe listening to them, but you know, it's real. And I think everyone has the same kind of experience at the beginning. Nothing's perfect. So um, yeah, as we go. totally. You know, it's funny. I look back at, um, you know, cause there's a lot of episodes that also just never saw the light of day, <laughs> but I, I almost wish they, I almost wish they had, because part of what's so fun about it is you can look back and really feel, you can tangibly see your growth, whether 100%. you make a video episode or just a, you know, an audio, you can really see your growth. You can feel it. I'm like, just, and I, and I love, I fully accept and love every version of myself right? Every past part of myself. So I'll never delete them. I just want to see, you know, wow, she had this idea, this, you know, I had this idea and I took it and I started it and I ran with it. That's amazing because until, until I started that, you know, I I wouldn't have been able to be at this place where I'm at now starting a new one. That's more, a little bit more aligned with my mission. Right. So, so I'm grateful. And I think, um, I think when I first started to, I'd heard, you know, your first, somebody said your first like hundred episodes suck. <laughs> they oh, yeah. that. So I was like, all right, bet. So I'm, I know that this next year of my podcast is probably going to just be a giant, like just go for it and, and try it out and see how it feels because the first year of anything is kind of like that. So I went in with zero pressure and I just was like, I feel like I'm just going to follow the breadcrumbs. Some people are telling me this is an interest that they have. So I'll, I'm interested in doing it too. So I'll go with it no pressure of an outcome. And now it's just kind of starting to create a life of its own. So it's been fun and exciting and started as a hot mess, but who cares, right? Just have fun. Who cares? (laughs) Yeah. And honestly, the growth is just crazy. Like when I think back on my first, even my first week of even like, I'm sure I'll look back to the first year once I'm out of year and I'm going to be like, what the heck? Oh my gosh. But the growth, it's just so incredible to see the growth and like, yeah, you really find your voice after a while. I know at the beginning for me, I was like, oh, 
I was so judgmental towards like and critical towards myself, like, oh, my voice, why do I sound like that? Why am I saying that? Why am I like, you know, and it's like really just finding your voice and just being you and being unique and being yourself is the best thing you can do. And I think you learn that over time. Right. And we all will be growing through this together. So I love it. Yeah. Yeah. It's so cathartic. It really, really is. Yeah. Jesse, thank you so much. It has been such a pleasure having you on today. You've added so much value to myself and my listeners. So that is exactly what I'm looking for. And I'm so happy we were able to make this work today. Before yeah, we jump off, me. yeah, you bet. Uh, before we jump off, I just want to make sure, you know, if anyone's looking to connect with you and what you have to offer, um, what would be the best way uh, going ahead and connecting and reaching out to you? Yeah. So I have, like I said, just a lot of things kind of in the works. So new websites being made, but, um, if you just find me on Jesse Carroll at all the socials, you can find my, um, my link tree there and it's got all of my links in there. If there's anything like my book, my podcast, my, uh, YouTube channel, anything you want to dive into, it's all in there. So, um, just find me Jesse Carroll on all the socials and, uh, and you can't miss it. Beautiful. Thanks so much, Jesse. Group, if you're listening and enjoyed, please like and subscribe. If you're a six-figure entrepreneur or higher and want to come on just like Jesse Carl did today to share her amazing story and share your own, talk about the business, talk about the podcast, please go to top100interview.com. We'd love to have you on as well. Thanks, Jesse. Bye, guys. Catch you on the next episode. Hey everyone, I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com and then three, download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.